catching you up on the latest stories that you should know heading into this Wednesday morning. I'm Jake Reyes, and this is The Point from WUFT News. City and campus transportation at the University of Florida and Gainesville are dealing with pandemic-related revenue losses and bus driver shortages. The Gainesville Regional Transit System needs more than 40 drivers, and its daily ridership is down by more than 50% since the pandemic started. Meanwhile, UF's transportation and parking services lost over $2 million in revenue since 2020. I spoke with the Alligators' Maya Botek about how this affects the community. I became aware of kind of the topic of the story last Tuesday evening during the weekly Senate meetings. Um, The Senate pro tempora, uh, Noah Feinberg, uh, who represents, I believe, Gator District A, he brought up the occurrence or like the uh, taking place of the Parking and Transportation Advisory Committee, I believe it's called. Um, And so he is a student member of that. It's comprised of like 19 um, student and faculty members, and he just mentioned briefly, uh, like super quickly during um, one of his statements that RTS was experiencing a shortage of bus drivers, which he was made aware of by the senior director of, you know, the transportation and parking services of U.S., um, who's also the director of the committee that Noah is a part of. So Noah basically just spoke about um, his kind of support for the student body and opposition of any possible changes that could increase prices of things like parking decals for students. So it was kind of two different issues taking place, but they have an underlying theme of the pandemic um, and being pandemic related. So it was kind of about the consequences in Gainesville and also on campus. And is there any challenges you came across in your reporting on this story? I, I mean, it's just so hard because of how many people the transportation at UF and in Gainesville affects. Obviously, it's not just something that students deal with. It's not just something that bus drivers deal with or faculty members, but it also serves members outside the campus and members of like the greater Alachua County. So I would say one of the, cha- not challenges I had, but I did have to kind of go out there and just, you know, go to a bus stop and pull up my recording device and say, which was my phone, but just say, you know, hey, I'm a reporter. And if I could talk to you for, you know, five minutes or less about your experience on the bus, which is how I got um, the ability to like speak to someone. So it was, a, I don't want to say it was like last minute or short notice because it wasn't, but it was just dealing with, you know, a public holiday with Martin Luther King Day and trying to make sure that everyone was represented well, just it meant that I had to get sources from people who take the bus, people who service the bus, people who make decisions related to the bus and other transportation on campus. So is there anything that struck out to you in those interviews? If anything, for me, it was more about the impact of realizing kind of how prevalent transportation is on campus. And like, if anything, it wasn't really from the bus, the people riding the bus, because I kind of understood that they would, you know, be frustrated or maybe they weren't sure about all the details of why there was a shortage going on besides the pandemic and, you know, a loss of work that's affecting many industries. But it was actually really interesting to learn about, like, how revenue from transportation services on campus, like, you know, getting a ticket or paying for a decal, go directly to, like, kind of improving those services. So it was definitely something that, you know, as a student, sometimes we think that 
decisions that the university um, is making, like financially, are just to elicit more money from us or more funds, when in reality, it's kind of interesting to learn about all the different moving parts and pieces and things that are taken into consideration. But, you know, sometimes there are just things that have to be addressed or changes that if they require a solution, they have to be considered. And so it wasn't really more like it wasn't really from the people at the bus stops, but more so learning about all the moving parts and how RTS works with campus and how Director Fox made decisions with RTS uh, that affect, you know, routing across the city of Gainesville so and students that go to UF. And so um, it was just interesting more so for me to learn about how things that students deal with um, are dealt with kind of on the back end or on the more administrative side of things. And what did you get from the local side of things? So on the other side of that, the RTS is kind of a broader issue that I think is related to a lot of different, you know, like in restaurants, we're seeing less servers or less people able to work. Um, People like taxi drivers and Uber drivers, there's a shortage of those um, types of people in transportation. So I think it was interesting to see how kind of like a larger issue of not just only in Alachua County or Gainesville or Florida, but the nation and kind of like the national economy and situation of those people who work has affected the relationship between, you know, the city of Gainesville and UF and like we said, like the ability for them to serve certain students. That was Maya Botek about how UF and Gainesville are sharing the same issues in transportation as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. For the full story, go to alligator.org. Now, let's get into some other top headlines. Gainesville Traffic Enforcement started issuing warnings Tuesday for people who are not paying for downtown parking spaces that were previously free. The Gainesville Sun is reporting that some workers are complaining that they now need to walk farther to find free parking. Several business owners are also concerned that the paid parking will hurt their business. Despite this, city officials say the changes opens parking options for people coming downtown to eat and shop. Experts are saying Florida has passed its peak of Omicron infections. Spectrum News reports that University of South Florida health professor Dr. Tom Unash says state data shows the number of new cases is trending downward and that every 16 days we will see half the number of cases as we did the previous 16 days. Governor Ron DeSantis appended Florida's redistricting process over the weekend by proposing a congressional map that carves out more Republican-leaning districts. Political's reporting that DeSantis's map includes 18 seats Donald Trump would have won in 2020's presidential election compared to 16 seats he would have won in an already proposed congressional map that is likely to be vetoed by the governor. Democratic election law attorney Mark Elias says if the governor's plan passes, he will file a lawsuit to what he says is illegal and partisan. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Jake Reyes, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great day.